Hello and good morning. This is Pussy Kid A and it's December 8th. And I really want to do this podcast because I have been talking to a number of people but I have known for many years around the country. There's connections I've made and we've all kind of come up with something. And wanted to put this out on a podcast. And I hope you um, took some time yesterday to remember Pearl Harbor. But I had talked yesterday about everyone thinks these vaccine mandates are now gone. Um, just got another email. Nothing has changed for any of the people that I'm in contact with because it's being enforced by the people the contract is signed with. We monitor what happens around the world. And I said yesterday, the only way America will go back to this, away from this COVID insanity is if Europe does. So if the powers that be, I like to call it the New World Order. I don't want to get into those weird terms. I mean, people talk about all this other stuff. Let's just call it the New World Order, global puppet masters, whatever you want to call it. Unless the world takes steps back and goes backwards and the global agenda is put off. But I don't see that happening based on what I'm getting from Europe right now. And I don't believe once these things are set in motion, they just go away. Now, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I am the first one to say that. But based on the insanity in Europe right now and first-hand knowledge of this for people that travel there for pilots and business, I don't believe we're going to get off that easy. I also believe it's biblical. But as most of you know, I have been in what I like to call the Patriot Movement since the mid-2000s. I've seen it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I saw groups taken down. I've seen them infiltrated by every means possible. And I'm not just talking law enforcement. I'm talking about white nationalism, which is an evil in itself, white supremacism, an evil in itself, um, hijacked by people with their own agendas. And I got out of it, I'll be honest. Um, it, it destroyed a marriage I was in, and we lost everything because of this, um, I'll be honest. And that was in a different state. And I always kind of kept up online, but did not join anything because I didn't think there was a point. And back in March of 2021, I mean, sorry, March of 2020, when the, um, it hit, I just had this absolute underlying notion that this was going to be what it is. And so I opted to, as I said earlier, join an organization. Most people know that. And I believe in it. I believe that it's a right. It's in the Constitution. I believe as citizens, we have the right to join a militia or a 3% group or a defensive coalition, whatever you want to call it these days. Because many people are moving away from the term militia because it has been vilified to so they're like, well, we're shooting ourselves in the foot by using it. Yes, we don't want to compromise, but in reality, what's the point if we're not building our numbers and doing what's supposed to do? Because it's not about pride to say I belong to a militia and a 3%. It's about when it hits a fan, 
what are people going to do? Are we going to protect our communities? But see, really, that's what a militia is. It's supposed to protect a community and a group of people living in a community. It's not going to be, I don't think people understand. And I've been having more and more people say, I'm not getting involved. They call it LARPing, role-playing, um, all kinds of different things. And I've heard that stuff before. But I'm hearing it more and more. And a lot of that is because the media portrays most groups as a bunch of very overweight people running around the woods at Masio or sitting around drinking beer and talking about the problems of the government. And all groups get lobbed in together. Now, I have... Um, a good friend of mine who lives out in the Midwest. And they started, I got very involved in something called the Freedom Network. And I really believe in this being a small business owner. And what this is, is smaller towns and communities saying, you know what? If we don't have a uh, county or a town telling us we have to do these things to our businesses, we don't have to. And we will police ourselves. We will set up our own schools their own hospitals, etc. The problem is Americans, when they started, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they all sent their kids to school and they just didn't care because now everybody believes it's going to go back to normal. And the awful thing is these people spend so much time and energy putting these things together. And Unfortunately, now no one wants to do anything in general. I'm asking people asking people what is the purpose of a group or an organization um, what is the purpose of it is it to say a term or is it really for what it's supposed to be building what I like to call the ultimate survival prepping network I work with people, and they're all pretty much ex-military veterans, and they refuse to join groups, and I understand why. In the last few days, I do recruiting for my state. I have really started talking to people more that I know, I know believe, and really talking to them. And the things they say hit home because they're true. And I cannot dismiss what they are saying because it's the truth. And what I have seen, and I'm sorry this offends people, is most people in different groups join them for social reasons. It gives them something to do. It gives them a sense of identity. And yes, they believe in it, but they're not living it. See, to me, 
I don't care how tactically advanced you are, because I'll be honest, I work with a company that teaches this stuff, and I don't go out and do the classes with them. I've been with them now since about 2000, I'm gonna say 16, on and off, and since 2019, uh, 2020 really have made that my primary focus in my fitness business with their certifications and everything I've been teaching with them. And I go down, I teach the fitness, nutrition, health. I don't go out on the tactical courses. I kind of regret it. Some of it had to do with time. Some of it had to do that I did not have the background and the knowledge that's required and I did not want to put in the time to get it. I'll be honest, I'm lazy. It's an hour and something drive, and when I was down there because of a relationship, I probably should have taken advantage of that, but I didn't. So, I look at all these people that come in, and what I realize is, it's like fitness, a boot camp, a spin class, anything else. It's something people do because yes, they believe in health and fitness, but how many people make it a lifestyle? And what I realized is it isn't about running through the woods or tactics, because if it really was, we wouldn't be afraid to have classes on how to build things in case we don't have ammo or weapons or things no one wants to talk about. Because that's real survival. We wouldn't bring people into groups who we know are never going to leave their home or family because they don't support it and live that lifestyle. If they're going on vacation with a mask on their face, they don't support what I believe in. They're not living it. Now, a business is different. They pay these companies and these people that come in and teach this a lot of money. So they don't necessarily care, if you understand what I'm saying. Just like when I teach fitness. You're paying me for a service. What you do with the information I give you is completely up to you. But the difference is, when you're in a volunteer organization, or you're trying to set up like these freedom networks, these freedom towns, and people understand the importance. They are sitting around, I won't send my kid to public school. I don't have a doctor to go to unless we bow down and we worship the government. Then do something about it. Do something about it. You know, um, I was talking to, again, someone who I've been with a long time and they said, the problem is a state group is too big. If, look at December 7th, I said this in my um, podcast yesterday. Nobody knew 8 a.m. Japan was gonna bomb. Nobody knew 9-11 buildings were gonna fall down. Do you think we're gonna know, really? Yes, there may be signs, but then you better have your compound or where you are going ready and the people need to be there before this happens. Because let me tell you, when it happens, you're not gonna be going anywhere. Honestly. Okay? So what do I think the answer is? 
I think we need to get away from rigid groups preaching the typical lines and look at what the objective is. It was truly to protect communities against all enemies, foreign and domestic, then let's do that and get away from the terms and the mindset that has been destroying the movement. Will it work? I don't know. Because again, people are lazy. For instance, the people I know out in the Midwest that started the Freedom Towns, these are farming communities. They already are self-sufficient in some ways. So they started, okay, let's, these teachers have quit their job because of the mandate. Um, they won't wear a mask, whatever, you know. We're not sending our kids to school that way. Let's open up a private school, homeschooling network. The problem is people have to then sacrifice. They have to maybe quit their jobs or work less. They have to pay these people somehow. That means it's going to cost money. You know, you want to bring in your own doctors and open a clinic. They had someone interested in doing that. It costs money. People are willing to put their money where their mouth is. But I do think there are people that honestly want knowledge and to share knowledge, but they're not going to join a group. And then the problem is if we have a loose group of people, how do you trust them and how do you do and accomplish your goals? See, that's the thing. If it's a city, a town, a small community, I've seen this. You start with leadership. If the mayor or the town council is like-minded, go to them. Pitch it. I don't care if it has to be a 4-H club, you know, a prepper network. Whatever terminology you want to use, it doesn't matter. If it's going to get people out into a meeting where you can talk to them and start a skill network. And what does that mean? Identify the people that live in that town and the community with skills that will be necessary for survival. Because when it hits the fan, those are the people that you're going to be dealing with. Hate to say it. So, for instance, in the Midwest, when they went ahead and did this, they did exactly that. The um, county itself is very sparsely populated, I guess. The girls joked with more cows than people. But they went to the um, council and the local law enforcement, who were very supportive, and the police. And they called it basically, you know, just Operation Freedom. And they had meetings in the town hall, in churches. And at the beginning, attendance was incredible. But then it dwindled. But looking back, she was saying, her and her husband, there were things they did wrong. And now they're trying to get it back going. But because these mandates have been struck down, nobody believes it's worth the time. 
we're all going to go back to normal. That's what they believe. I don't believe that. And I never will believe that. So here comes the big question. What did they do right and what did they do wrong? What they did right was go to the town councils, the heads of the farm co-ops, and say, we believe our nation's in danger. We know we all don't agree with these mandates. Everybody goes to church on Sunday. We hear the pastors talking about this. What are we going to do about it? They had the meetings. People showed up. They made lists of skills in the town. And no one was forced. <coughs> Nobody was forced in any way to participate. What happened, though, was people fell away. They fell away because finances, time, etc. They really did not have to buy into believing it. But they did something interesting that still applies today. She has a list as well as the mayor in her little town. I think it's like 2,200 people or something. It's really cute. Of the main players, the store owners the mechanics, the blacksmiths, people that have skills. These are farmers. Who is willing to barter and share? Even though their network fell apart, maybe, as far as building a school or a county hospital that weren't paid to the government, they still accomplished something. And they still have email lists, they send out information, and they still have to buy in about that. That's more than most people have done. If it hits the fan in this country, no one is going to be running around like you're on the battlefield playing Call of Duty. It's not going to happen. Okay? I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. It is going to be guerrilla warfare for the most part. If you're in the city and you have urban combat skills, you're going to need them to get out. But nobody that is a true believer in what I'm talking about should be anywhere near a city at this point. Now, I'm guilty too. I had planned on buying land and getting out of where I live where I do have neighbors. But the reality hit me. What am I going to do? I'm going to be on this land. I buy it by myself. I'm going to be out there with who? Myself? That's the problem. All these people. I have land. It's me and my family. Okay, great. In reality, though, that means nothing. So I bought a massive RV. A fifth wheel. And it's sat in my driveway now since March of 2020 because the person that I have bought it with is no longer in my life. Um, 
do I think there is any way out of this? Not really. Do I believe we can create networks to defend a community? Yes, I can. But nobody in reality believes, I'm sorry, this is going to be a state thing with people meeting up and playing Mad Max and Call of Duty. Where you are is where you're going to be stuck at or very close to it. And all these people with children and elderly parents that join groups and you're going to depend on them thinking they're going to leave these people or take them with you? You tell me how someone is going to meet up with, let's say, Melissa group with grandma, eight kids, and extended family. It's not. It's not. Now, I know where I live. I talk to people that are like-minded. You know this property. I know I can get my RV too if I get those tires up. But honestly, I've also thought about selling it because I put I bought a big ass truck, and if shit really hit the fan, I can pull anything behind it and take anything I want. And at that point, there's no laws. I'm being honest. So, to invest money to fix up this RV to me and put it on someone's property, why would we have a fight? And now I can't get back to that property. And am I really going to hit the fan situation, haul this thing, or be better to wait and then take, you know, I'm being honest. People don't want to talk about this honestly. Let's have an honest conversation, Patriots. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is honesty. And I don't see people having that. They don't want to. Do you believe a new mother with a small baby is going to get in a truck with her other children and try to make it to a compound? Maybe. But then I hear this. Well, I got 25,000 rounds of ammo and all my battle battle gear, and most of that's in a storage unit or whatever. Where are you gonna put this? You got an F-150, extended cab. Where is this stuff going? That's the problem. Nobody wants to ask the tough questions and think beyond them. That is the problem. We have to ask them. We have to ask those tough questions. And when we ask the tough questions, we need to come up with actual answers. Okay? Um, I believe in groups. I believe and trusting people, but I also believe we need people. And if that means taking risks with people in the community that won't join a group, and these people have been business owners in that community your whole life, I trust them more than someone that's gonna join a group I've never met before and swear an oath. Because anybody can swear an oath. But that person that owned that feed store, say, for 30 years in your town, has an investment in that town. And I guarantee you when it hits the fan, he's gonna be putting out the bows that he has in his store. 
and everything he has there to the community. Not someone who don't know us for an oath that can come and go. And you don't even know where they live. I'm not trying to be against what I always say I believe in. I'm being realistic and honest. Okay? I'm being realistic and honest. And I am saying we need to look at what the real goal is. If you have a young family and you're in a town, I wouldn't give a damn if people want to swear an oath, not swear an oath. I would care about getting town meetings together, finding out the skills people have, and who says they would come together if shit hit the fan. I'll be honest, you're not going to need tactical skills. These people that think it's going to be Call of Duty, I'm sorry, it is not. All right, there might be a situation, there might be a situation, they talk about some of the classes I sat through a little bit while I was doing my fitness stuff, I happened to get online, we do online classes and listened in. There may be a time where say, a group of people are in a compound and you're running low on something and you hear that people down the road died, or maybe they did die, maybe they say, screw it, we're gonna go take it. Or, whatever the situation may be. Because by then we're not gonna have cell phones and all that stuff anyway, so how we would really know about this stuff, I don't know. But let's just say, The Walking Dead, I've seen that show, you all have. You need something, and it's a bad enough risk for you to go back into town. Maybe you have a ham radio, and somebody says in town, that warehouse is still secure, we need to go do this. Yes, there would be a need for trained people with combat skills, military skills, to take that building and get back. But, depending on what you're looking to take, you're gonna to need to have trucks, that means gasoline and supplies, or some kind of power to run them. How are those vehicles armed? You're gonna be sitting duck if you go out in the middle of the road. So you're gonna need a reconnaissance team. Maybe if you have drones still, flying a drone over. But in reality, I don't see people, and I've talked to many people, and that's why they won't too hard, I'll be honest, an organization or a group thinking we're going to play Call of Duty. Because personally, everybody I spoke to, that's true military, and has seen war, you don't want casualties. So if you wanted to take, you had to get to a warehouse because you heard they had supplies and nobody else broke into it. The ham radio operator from another group that you're aligned with sent this to you. What would you do? Well, I would send out a reconnaissance team and yes, they would have to have combat skills. That also means that to be in physical fitness shape, not only to be able to make it to the destination back, but be able to encounter all the obstacles, like an action movie, I hate to say it, okay? I hate to say it. Back to the fitness. What I would do, I wouldn't come in on a building just out of the street. 
or out of anywhere. I would create some kind of weaponry to either smoke out the enemy if they were there, create diversions. I'm not going to charge at a building or location. It's not realistic. Now, the people that are still out there have to have those skills, yes. But unless these groups are talking about these kind of things, do you have smoke grenades, smoke bombs, flash bombs? Do you know how to make them? Do you know how to make traps? Everyone is so scared of this, yet you can buy U.S. Army manuals that'll teach you how to make improvised weapons. It's not. I did it with my kids' science project over Mythbusters years ago. Do you know what gases, if you had a gas mask on, would debilitate other people but you could get through? Do you know how to create those? Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's be realistic, patriots. Let's have realistic conversations and discussions and get away from rank and groups and infighting. Because when you have alpha males especially, and I'm alpha female and I'm very alpha, okay? But I don't have that kind of knowledge, so it's not my goal, it's not what I am. But when you have people with egos, and you start getting big enough to have ranks and all kinds of stuff like that, eventually it will fall apart, or people will fall away. But if you didn't have all that, and you just had forums where people came together once, twice, three times a month, different locations, and just shared knowledge, a prepping network, shit hit the fan, and I'm talking not what I've seen. I have been to prepping groups. I don't care about you canning pickles. Pickles are irrelevant. Stockpiling food and water is irrelevant. Okay? I went to one meeting that was actually very good. We learned how to make oil lamps and fat out of fat and things like that. Very good. I also have a friend of mine that has gone to um, a knife making, I guess, how to make primitive weapons and knives. That is what I'm talking about. Not, let's talk about homesteading and our ghosts. Then go back to your community and host it at a church and bring people together and say, if it hits the fan, we're all in this town together. We're here together. What are we going to do? You don't need an oath. You don't need rank. Why? Because everybody there has a common bond. Their families. They're going to want to defend that town. You understand? They're going to want to defend their families. And those that are not like-minded, I guarantee you, will not be around one way or the other very well. I'm close to kidding. Something to think about today, Patriots. God bless you all. I would love to hear from you. I have been having trouble updating this anchor, the video, and the new options. I don't know why. I just cannot figure it out. I've tried it on other platforms that my um, podcasts are on. I give up. So, reach out to me on Clapper or TikTok. Kalisna Kitty. SC and Kalisna Kitty's with an I. Not an A. I changed that up a little bit. And everybody's welcome to email me through one of my business emails. It goes directly to me. Revoltwellness.pm.ne.
and let's have some dialogues. I hope everyone has a blessed, blessed day.